How's it going? This is Scott Fish. I co-host a podcast called the Commission Impossible Podcast with Ryan McDowell. We don't exactly go over player values or dynasty trades or potential or rankings or mock drafts, and we usually don't even have guests. We just like to talk about commissioner stuff, so that's what you get. You can learn about lots of different scoring systems, uh, interesting rules, settings, how to set up your playoffs, how to determine draft order, how to determine rookie auction values, things like that. Stuff that commissioners might be interested in, like rivalries or rolling bank rolls or salary caps. We also answer commissioner questions. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, check us out. It's a pretty good listen. DynastyLeagueFootball.com and the DLF family of podcasts. That's James the Brain. Guys, the other day I remembered my first ever draft pick in fantasy football. It was Randall Cunningham. That's Travis Beard. That's super interesting, James. Um, hey guys, I got a joke for you. Two peanuts were walking down the street. One was assaulted. I am John, mini-camp breakout and projected Hall of Famer Hogue, and this is the Super Flex Super Show. That joke was funnier than you guys gave it credit for. Mm-hmm. Is is he was he was us uh, he was a salted peanut. <laughs> that was pretty solid. Yeah. That, was, uh, that, was, that, that joke sure was nutty. <laughs> I think I just stole that one from you. <laughs> that was no. I, was I actually <laughs> laughed at John's response. Yeah. <laughs> I hate uh, <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. So today we're going to talk about, we're actually going to do some mock drafting. We're going to run three, not one, but three mock drafts for you. But let's start with the unsurprising headline of the week. What do you got, Travis? The unsurprising headline of the week, Royce Freeman, quote unquote, absolutely can win lead job. Absolutely. Should I should I expand on that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Broncos Broncos coach Vance Joseph said Royce Freeman absolutely can win the lead job. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. So uh, could uh, Philip Lindsay or or Andy Janovich? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure Justin Forsett is probably hanging out somewhere, and he's got a chance to win it. So. Yeah, DeMarco Murray's <laughs> somewhere at home laughing because he has a chance to to win it. So yeah, I, that's yeah, that's good. He has a chance, yeah. guys. So you guys, uh, you not not buying the Royce Freeman hype with this headline, no? Well, he's got a chance. Uh, he's got a chance. Yeah, it's it's man, it's way too soon to know, and so that's why I uh, self glossed the nickname. Mini camp breakout and projected Hall of Famer because it is one of my absolute pet peeves that here we are in June, like training camp hasn't even started, defenses have not been put in whatsoever, and we're already you know we're already anointing some of these guys, and Royce Freeman is is no different. I mean, does he have a good opportunity? Absolutely, but. Have they seen him in pass protection, which is 
I got to be honest, guys, that's number one. That's priority number one on this Bronco team is who can pass protect because your offensive line sure as hell can't. So whoever can pick up the blitz of those running backs is going to be on the field an awful lot. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, man. I I totally agree with you. But, I mean, as far as Royce Freeman goes, there's, there's a chance, guys. There's a chance. There's always a chance. All right, so what do we got this week, James? Yeah, we, uh, we we got kind of an interesting concept here. So basically what we did was we all decided, hey, you know what? Let's do three mock drafts. We're, we're, we're going to do 10 rounds, and we're each going to take a different round. So, for instance, the first mock draft, Travis took the first round. Uh, I took the second round. John, you took the third round. And uh, and then the next mock draft, I had the first round. Um, John, you had the second round. Travis had the third round. And then the the last mock draft, John, you ended up with the first pick and then uh, uh, myself and Travis. So basically we did three mock drafts where we each took a round. Uh, so we're we're going to kind of go over those. We, we also, there's a little caveat here for the mock draft that we started. So whenever we had the first round in that mock draft, each of us hosts, um, we took in in that mock draft in in the round that we selected, we took a reach, a guy who we reached on a little bit that we would be willing to reach on at least six spots uh, before we would normally take them. So that's kind of the uh, the caveat for tonight's show. We're going to kind of go over the the results of that and uh, and see kind of how far we were off from each other's uh, from each other's mocks and uh, and kind of see where where we think that uh, some holes might be and some of the guys that did go, some of the guys that didn't go, and maybe some of the surprises of the draft. Beautiful. And uh, speaking of a, a a nutty start to this thing, yeah, we're going to do some Your Nuts right in the middle of each one of these mock drafts. We're going to talk about Your Nuts, all four of them. And uh, your, your Nuts are up first, Travis. So in the first mock, so 101 I went DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, which su- is surprisingly the outlier here. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 102. And then I went Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Odell Beckham, David Johnson. And then I go back to QB2 with Russell Wilson, then Carson Wentz, Le'Veon Bell at 109, Mike Evans at 110, DeAndre, or I'm sorry, Devontae Adams at 111, Andrew Luck at 112. Uh, and Mike Evans was my reach of round one, and I, I actually don't think that you're nuts with Mike Evans as your reach. I think that ten is, I mean, maybe even a little low for him. You know, as far as being wide receiver three, I think that you'd get way more pushback from most people than you will from me. So, no, I'm good with that. I actually don't think that you're nuts at all with that reach. Yeah, I don't dislike it too much either, really. And when it comes down to Mike Evans, I think it comes down to his volume. And uh, Travis, you and I kind of talked about it last week about Mike Evans' volume kind of decreasing, and you opened my eyes to his target share kind of went down last year. But I, I think his volume is still going to be right around there, uh, you know, moving forward. And as long as he has that high volume, I could see him being a, a, an elite fantasy a, a asset. So I, I'm not too worried about it. I, th- I think that's, I mean... It's it for me. It might be a little bit of a reach, but it's definitely not crazy. That's about where he's been going. So I I, I think that's that's fair. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel like it's a reach, but I, that's the only draft. That's the only mock we did where he went wide receiver three. It's hard to find a reach in the first round unless you're John. Um. <laughs> okay. okay, but we we can go on here. So uh, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> my, spoiler alert, mine's not going to be a running back. No, it's not. Um, James, you had round two in this one. Yeah, I did. I, I felt really good about round two here, but uh, real quick – um, with the uh, the first pick uh, in the in the second round, I took Michael Thomas. Then Cam Newton, Kareem Hunt went after that. Then I took Antonio Brown, uh, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Deshaun Watson, Leonard Fournette, Saquon Barkley, Julio Jones, AJ Green, and Jared Goff rounded out the second round for me there. Um, and I think John was up with the third round after. All right, so the third round started with Keenan Allen. Then Alvin Kamara, Marcus Mariota, Tyreek Hill, Jimmy G, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen back-to-back, and then Corey Davis. Nothing uh, too crazy there. I think Saquon in round two in this mock, just of note, I, he's, that, this is the latest he went in any of the mocks. He went at 209. Um which I think some people would would take issue with. I think he's pretty consensus first round startup asset at this point. Um, and he went earlier in both yeah, rounds. Yeah, he's probably creeping into a lot of people's top five. And I actually feel like two oh nine is probably a a little bit better place for him. That might be a little low, but I mean, I that's would kill close. to take him at two oh nine. Yeah, I and I I would I would for personally I would for sure take him ahead of Leonard Fournette. Maybe Kareem Hunt? Uh, I couldn't quite do that. What about Dalvin? I'd take Dalvin Cook over Saquon Barkley at this at the moment. All right, um, so round four, I started off with Jameis Winston, uh, which I thought was the standout player there, but, John, you thought I reached on him there, so that's interesting. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I went Rob Gronkowski at 4.02, Patrick Mahomes, Allen Robinson next, and then Juju. Uh, then I went Mel- Melvin Gordon, Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, uh, Joe Mixon, Derek Carr, and I took my four, my third tight end in this round and also the third tight end in this mock with Zach Ertz at 412, and that's actually my uh, – apparently that's my reach of of this round. Oh, man. So that one is a little bit nuts to me. Jameis Winston is actually way more nuts, to be totally honest, just because, man, I'm starting to worry about him, guys. I mean, there's a combination here of, you know, some some injury concerns, now some off-the-field concerns, and when he is on the field, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't done that much. He He hasn't finished as a QB1 yet in his career. Yeah, I no, I agree. I mean, there's definitely cause for concern with Jameis Winston. I th- I thought there was last year, but uh, you know, a lot of people will point out that he was playing hurt and he was injured, and you know, I, I think people wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt and see him one more year. But now, you know, with with more off the field stuff, and again, you know, this suspension, it it is what it is. It looks like it happened a while back, and uh, and just now. You know, uh, Roger Goodell kind of, you know, did the investigation, founded what he founded, and decided it merited a three-game suspension. But, you know, either way, uh, you know, regardless of any of that, it just it feels like there's always something keeping Jameis Winston from being a top fantasy option, and that that to me concerns me a little bit too. Um, but I mean, he still has the youth; he's got tons of weapons. Like if he just figures it out. 
I, I still think the upside's there. My my, I'm going to go to Zach Ertz because I do think that this is a bit of a reach. Um, I. I have a clear top two tier at tight end, and it, it's Travis Kelsey and then Rob Gronkowski. And then to me, there's a little bit of a drop-off with Ertz. I, I, um, I'm i a little lower on Ertz than most are, I think. And um, I think I want to see more. You know, I saw him last year. He had an excellent year. But really, I mean, that was his breakout year. I don't know. Is that an outlier or is that a sign of things to come there? I'm not sure. Um you know, the guy who is credited, well, that, that many credit uh, with uh, Carson Wentz's success is now in Minnesota as their offensive coordinator. And so I don't know what that offense is going to look like. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned. You know, you lose your offensive coordinator and your quarterback coach. And I'm just, I'm, I'm a little concerned about what that means for Carson or uh, for uh, Zach Ertz, rather. And so to me, it's a little bit of a reach. I'm not as high on him, but uh, I, I, I'm interested to see kind of where he goes in startups now after uh, after seeing him go in the fourth here. Well, spoiler: he goes a lot later in the next few in the next couple <laughs> months. Here. Um, as far as Winston, though, I think it's interesting to note that in this mock, even though he's at the 401, he's QB 13 off the board. Yeah, wow. Does that does that alter your opinion on whether or not that was a reach, John? I mean. Where is I mean he's got to come off the board eventually. QB thirteen sure. is pretty low. I feel like for Jameis Winston. I mean you would you would think, but you know, looking at some of the guys who went after him, um, for me, Derek Carr and Matt Ryan definitely stand out. Philip Rivers stands out. Gross. I mean, I would Are you I, serious. Yeah, yeah, I would take those guys over Jameis at this point. I mean, they've actually accomplished something in this league at this point, and. Then Matt Ryan, you'd take over Jameis Winston? Yeah, I sure would. Yeah, and yeah. Rivers? No, I agree with that. I, I would take Matt Ryan. Rivers? I yeah. don't know if I do Rivers, but I do Matt Ryan for sure. Like I said, I I'm just kind of nervous about the entire package. Everything that he has to to offer it, at this point, you know, he's he's got the off field stuff. He's got a lack of productivity on the field. He's got injury concerns. I'm. I don't know how long you're gonna get him. You know that that's the argument against guys like Brady, Breeze, Rivers, Roethlisberger, and Eli Manning is I don't. You know you don't know how much longer you're gonna get these guys as a starter. I'm starting to feel the same way about Jameis Winston. But no, I mean I. It's point point well taken. I mean he hasn't he hasn't done anything spectacular. But I just think it's for me it's just the upside. I mean these guys. He's going into his fourth year. It's not like. I mean, I mean, do you remember how long it took Matthew Stafford to? I mean, nobody liked Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. in the beginning of his career, and then now, you know, all like the last several years, he's considered. A, I mean, a top ten NFL quarterback, I'd say. So I don't know. I, I I mean, I feel like he's still got some time, and I think he's still got some upside. It's not like he's been playing absolutely horribly. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it's just the upside over guys like Matt Ryan and and the longevity over guys like Philip Rivers. Stafford really didn't take very long to pop, though. Twenty eleven, he was quarterback five. Twenty twelve, he was quarterback eleven, seven, fifteen in twenty fourteen when he dealt with injuries, eight, seven, eight. So I mean, he's been he's been pretty consistently top ten. Jameis, his best season, he was quarterback 13 in his rookie year, and it's just been getting progressively worse. 
and now all of a sudden there's you know he's got a strike against him as far as suspensions go so i don't know i i i think that you would just like to see a little bit more at this point in his career you know to think that that there's significant upside well, guys, I have the fifth round here, and, uh, you know, this round was really interesting for me because this is where I started running out of guys. At, at the end of this round, I started running out of guys that I felt pretty pretty good about starting on a weekly basis, but I'm going to go through it right quick. Um, started out with T.Y. Hilton, uh, Doug Baldwin, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Ryan, Jordan Howard, Darius Geis, Jarvis Landry, Lamar Miller, Elshon Jeffrey, Drew Brees, DJ Moore and Larry Fitzgerald. That was kind of the fifth round that I had uh, in in this mock, and uh, definitely felt like uh, that 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 crunch was coming to where I I kind of saw a lot of tier breaks, you know, a lot of tier drop offs at at certain positions for me. So it was eye opening after that fifth round. All right, so my my round six started with <laughs> Philip Rivers, and then Devonta Freeman, Sammy Watkins, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Will Fuller. Ben Roethlisberger and Mitchell Trubisky, Royce Freeman, Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, and Evan Ingram. Yep, so it's on me, round seven. Um, so this is my mock again. Uh, I started off the round with Baker Mayfield. Uh, I'm sorry, Bake Goat Mayfield. Uh, and then Marvin Jones, Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram in the seventh round, uh, who is not my reach of the round Josh Rosen Blake Bortles Sterling Shepard Golden Tate Jamison Crowder it's an interesting set of three uh, PPR receivers there Sterling Shepard Golden Tate Jamison Crowder uh, and then round or at seven ten, I took Aaron Jones and then Sam Darnold and Devontae Parker and Aaron Jones is actually my reach of round seven at seven ten. I love Aaron Jones there I, I would take him even higher personally, but well, you didn't, John. Well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> that I think it's a reach. Obviously, I, I'm on the opposite side of you guys when it comes to the Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Ty Montgomery running back triangle that they've gotten in Green Bay. There, I I think Jamal Williams is going to end up taking that job, and it does not shock me that. Um, I got. I did not take Aaron Jones in any of these mocks, but I did end up with Jamal Williams, and uh, we'll kind of go over that later. But um, yeah, to me, I, I, I mean, talent-wise, he's he's got it. He's there. It's just, you know, a lot of the off-the-field stuff, a lot of the attitude issues that they have with him in Green Bay. It's just being reported that, you know, that that's that's an issue. That's uh, that's something that they don't like and they don't have that with Jamal Williams they don't question his effort or what he's doing off the field or anything like that as they do with Aaron Jones so to me that means Jamal Williams is going to get every chance to to get to win that job I think that's what they would want in Green Bay so I'm going to take that I'm going to take uh, Jamal Williams but I mean I, I definitely see the talent with Aaron Jones and I want to root for the guy I just I don't know that he gets first crack at that job so that's that's why I'm off of him but no I I mean, I can't even hate it because I, I really like him talent-wise. I think he's I think he's the more talented back of the three in Green Bay. So um, that being said, you know, I, I can't hate the pick too much. One of us is going to be right and one of us is going to be wrong, and I'm not going to be surprised either way. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, if, if, if Aaron Jones is the guy, two of you will be right because I know John's high on him too. That's um, true, and you will be wrong, yeah. James. So speaking yeah, of well, James, you're on round eight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of teams being right, I took Ronald Jones with the first pick in the eighth round. Uh, I followed that up with O.J. Howard, uh, Randall Cobb, Sony Michelle, David Njoku, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Derek Henry, Jay Ajayi, Lamar Jackson, Christian Kirk, Cooper Cup, and Jamal Williams <laughs> rounded out my uh, the, the eighth round there for me. So, John, looks like you're up next with the, the ninth round here. Yeah, and we'll try and rock through these last two rounds. So round nine started with Carlos Hyde and then gets to the quarterbacks, Case Keenum and Alex Smith. From there, I went Kenny Galladay. Hunter Henry finally comes off the board, um, even though he's going to be useless this year. Rashad Penny, Jimmy Graham, Cortland Sutton, Calvin Ridley, Des Bryant, Michael Crabtree, and Kyle Rudolph. So round 10, the last round for for Mach 1, or my mock, um, Andy Dalton, the last QB to go in in this mock. Carry uh, on Johnson, Marquise Goodwin, Josh Doxson at ten oh four, Eric Ebron, who is my reach of this round. We'll just get that over with right now. Kenyon Drake, Marquise Lee, Alex Collins in the tenth round, which is insane. Um, Devin Funchess, Tariq Cohen, Trey Burton, and George Kittle. So again, I took three tight ends in one round. Um, but Eric Ebron is my reach there. Yeah, you're finally nuts. This is finally one that I'm just not even close to the on whole round with. Uh, no, the, the round is fine. Uh, most of it. I mean, there, there are some, there are a few things that I would take issue with, but I mean, the, the big glaring one is definitely Eric Ebron. And I mean, that's the one that you, that you, you know, you kind of pointed out. And you're definitely nuts for taking no Eric way. Ebron over guys who are going to have a, a much bigger share of their Says offense. who? I mean, says their coaches, says everything that we know. Eric Ebron has a share of the field and share the football with Jack Doyle. <laughs> I, <laughs> he does. If, that, he if does. that's your entire argument, I'm done listening. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep talking anyways. How about that? Because I've taken off Eric, my headphones. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, John. Good. I'm listening. Eric Ebron got escorted out of Detroit because he has been completely ineffective there, and the Indianapolis Colts were were willing to take him on at the cost. But I mean, they're still going to use Jack Doyle. They're going to do it. And at the end of the day, this is really going to come down to who does Andrew Luck feel comfortable with. And, I mean, maybe it's Eric Ebron. I'm not willing to bet on that. That's all I'm saying. I would way rather take a chance with guys like Trey Burton and George Kittle and even some of the guys a little bit further down the list, you know, the, the Greg Olson and and uh, Jordan Reed, Delaney Walker. I would way rather take a shot with any one of those guys. Yeah, I don't really have much more to add. I, I, I think Eric Ebron sucks personally, <laughs> but... But I will say this, Andrew Luck doesn't have a whole lot of options, man. He's got T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle, and really that's it. Like he's got a bunch of unproven guys, you know, on the outside, outside of that. And 
I don't know. I mean, Eric Ebron, if, if Andrew Luck is healthy, which, again, I think everyone knows my thoughts on it, but if Andrew Luck does come back 100%, he's going to have to throw the ball to someone, mm-hmm. and he's going to be effective. He's going to be putting it on the numbers. So maybe Eric Ebron benefits, but I still don't think I would take him over some of the guys that were still on the board. So, yeah, I, I would say uh, I, I think it's a I think it's a reach, too. I'm not as passionate as John is about it, but I would say it's it's – it's a reach. I, I probably wouldn't take him for another round or two. It's it's definitely a reach. I don't think that's a surprise. Um, in in June DLF ADP, he is tight end seventeen, which is shocking to me. And I took him at tight end ten. So obviously, there's a huge discrepancy there. Um, but like in in ADP, he's going behind Dallas Goddard, Jordan Reed, Mike Gesicki. Like, come on, man. you got to be kidding me. I would take Jordan Reed. I wouldn't. But, I would yeah, not. I mean, Obviously. The, the rookies. I don't think Jordan I mean, Reed got drafted a single time in any any of these three mocks. Well, no, and Eric Ebron didn't either except for this one, and he shouldn't have. Well, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. All I right. missed that whole thing because my headphones were off. Were you still talking about Jack Doyle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I talked so much about Jack. Okay, Doyle. well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to personally rules. apologize to our listeners for a waste of their time talking about <laughs> Jack <laughs> Doyle. Sorry, effing Doyle. Uh, man. And then all you right. just made sure to, to make me do a little bit more editing on top of all of that. All right. Anyways, <laughs> James. All right, James. You're James, up. save us. For God's sake, show us how to draft. Absolutely. My first pick was Jack Doyle. No, I'm joking. Um, so, uh, started, started this one off um, with with the true, the 1.01, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Uh, then went to Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Odell Beckham Jr., DeAndre Hopkins, Carson Wentz, Todd Gurley, Dalvin Cook, which was my reach, uh, Michael Thomas, and Cam Newton. Um, real quick, guys, I, just to get to Delvin Cook, I mean, I, I, I reached on him. At, normally, I wouldn't take him until, you know, um, early to mid-second round, so it's a reach, but I, I'm really high on Delvin Cook, and I know, John, I know you are too. Yep. Um, I just, I, I really enjoy the fact that this guy got better almost every week when he was in there. I know that he wasn't in very long. He did get hurt. I expect him back 100%, so do the Vikings. I think this offense is better than it was last year, and I think he can, he's a do-it-all back. I mean, he's he can he can pass block. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, he's excellent running the ball between the tackles. There isn't really a vulture there anymore, so I, I really like kind of what he can bring to, what he brings to the table, and so I would be willing to reach for him if if I really felt like man I have to have him in, in a certain format I'd, I'd be willing to reach for Delvin Cook so that was my first round guys what do you guys think am I nuts with Delvin Cook a little bit yeah I mean I think <laughs> you're right it, it's it's definitely it kind of depends on the format but you know as far as it, you know you've got him at running back five I'm fine with that I'm right on board with that I mean that offense is going to run through him but Taking him ahead of Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, that's not something I could do. And then, you know, some of the quarterbacks too, Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson, I, those those guys go ahead of him for me. But um, as far as RB5, I don't mind that at all, personally. John, I can't believe that Latavius Murray is not your favorite person in the world. 
Um, <laughs> that seems like the kind of guy you'd latch on to. Um, uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook's it not going to let him on the field. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually like Latavius Murray as like a 22nd round pick, but actually I don't think he's probably yeah. going that late. But anyways. Um, Handcuff Cook, but beyond that, yeah. Whatever. Mm, yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, it. It's a little early for Cook, obviously, but I mean, you got he. You're not gonna. I mean, especially if you're at that slot. I mean, you're not gonna get him in the second round. So, I'm okay with it if you gotta get your guy there for sure. I probably. I mean, so there's two questions here. I just saw a trade today uh, on Twitter that was Dalvin Cook and a 19 first or Todd Gurley. Oh, it's still Gurley. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of shocked that I, I would think you can get more. Me for too. Gurley. And that was my response: was that's all you have to pay for Todd Gurley? Is just Dalvin Cook and a 19 first that gets you Todd Gurley? I was pretty surprised. Um, and yeah, the trade, a, the that's... Twitter poll was in the favor of the Dalvin Cook side. Yeah. Although I'll say this, I I think I believe it was our friend Derek Brown at Debro underscore FFB on Twitter. And uh, you should definitely give him a follow if you aren't already. I mean, I think most people already are at this point. But he posted something on Twitter that pointed out that the RB1 every single year for the last uh, five years or whatever it is, and, and I think it goes back even farther than that, it's been different RB1 every single year. His point was that Ezekiel Elliott has a much better chance of finishing is the the RB1 in uh, 2018. But I mean I think that Dalvin Cook probably has a has a chance to be there. And I mean what it tells me is that it's not going to be Todd Gurley, you know. But I mean the value still just isn't there. I mean at currently Todd Gurley is the running back one, you know. So, I mean he should be valued that way. And that's not nearly enough to get the best running back in football. Yeah, I agree. You know, John Debro also has some some awesome. Uh, he had some awesome tweets um, that uh, that addressed people who are concerned about Cousins' volume, passing volume going down, going to Minnesota. Really, some uh, some interesting statistics that he has for those naysayers uh, that think that uh, Christian Kirk's volume, passing volume, is going to go down going to Minnesota. You might want to check those out. Christian Kirk is yeah, a wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kirk He's Cousins. the wide receiver. My, my, my bad. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a technician. Puke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to. I do need to check that out. I'm very hesitant to do so because I, uh, I'm kind of – I'm stubborn about this and uh, not really interested in being proven wrong. So – uh, I'm just going to continue <laughs> thinking that, that, that Kirk Cousins pretty much is like going to be terrible. That, yeah, see, I, <laughs> it, it, at least I'm accurate. So, no, consistent, yes, consistent, not accurate. Self-aware, self-aware. <laughs> you try to sneak in an accurate there. All right, John, Mister Accurate, right. you got round two in this bad boy, and you started it off with a with a with a thud. So if you want to go ahead and start us <laughs> deadly off. accurate. Here we go, round two of James's mock draft. Andrew Luck with 2.01, and he should have went in the first round, but that's okay. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, 
nice little run on one on wide receivers. Then Saquon Barkley, one spot ahead of Alvin Kamara. Then Deshaun Watson, Marcus Mariota, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, and Kareem Hunt. All right, I'm just going to get it out there. Andrew Luck, guys, really? Are we really still valuing him this highly because he threw a football once? Like... Is this is this really yeah, man? Uh, yeah, man. God, man. I, when him throwing the football uh, is a thing of beauty, and we've all seen it. I, 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 okay, well, good luck. Good yeah, luck it's is all. I'll everything is okay. Thank you, James. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah. all shoot. is well yeah. in the world. Everything's okay. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> so, I didn't get that memo. Well, that was my. So bad. my only takeaway here is Tyree Hill at two eleven. Might not seem crazy to to most, but it's definitely the earliest he went for for us. Mm-hmm. And no way I'm touching him there. It's a little early for me, but I'm I'm not. I mean, I don't think that that's that's terrible. That's that's not what I I, I was. I, I thought it was very interesting that Saquon Barkley came in in front of Kamara and Hunt. Um, I, I don't know. I just the fact that I've seen Hunt. You know, I mean, the guy ran for more yards than anybody from scrimmage last year. I know it's one season, but, you know, I've seen that. I don't know what I expect from Saquon Barkley yet. You know, I mean, I know his talent is there, but I still don't know his how that offense is going to be and and what what his what his role is going to be for sure. So I'm I'm a little bit more cautious when it comes to him, I guess. So that that was just kind of what what I saw, but um, but it didn't shock me after Andrew Luck went. That there was a run of four, four receivers, knowing John, and that uh, six receivers went out of these twelve picks. That certainly didn't shock me. Yeah. So the one thing I I want to say about Saquon, I w- went on the the Trade Attic podcast last week with Brian Har and Dynasty Outhouse, and definitely check out that episode. That was that was a lot of fun and. Uh, um, and those guys just have a really cool podcast so you should check out anyways, but especially since I was on it, and it was a lot of fun to be on it. But we talked a little bit about the Giants, and, I mean, it, it's starting to feel like this has to turn into a run-first offense. You know, we've got Odell Beckham ranked as, you know, the, the number one overall player. We've got Evan Ingram ranked as a top-four tight end. And there's still Sterling Shepard and, and, you know, whatever else. And yet we all kind of agree that Eli Manning can't support hardly even one of those guys, much less all three. <laughs> like everybody's kind of in agreement that Eli Manning is not, is not what he used to be. I think that this has to, to start to turn into Saquon's team a little bit, at least for the, for the, for the time being. So that's why I've, I've got him pretty high because I think that they're going to lean on him, and I think that they should, to be totally honest. Yeah, I can understand that. That's that's you know you guys brought up some good points on that pod, and you, as you did here, I I just question if they have the personnel for it. I mean, they're still trotting Eric Flowers out there to block. I I I don't know. Um, you know, I, I he can be talented unless he's Barry Sanders. He's not turning eight yard losses into twenty yard gains. So I I just don't know. I, I I don't know. I, I to me I I feel better about what Kansas City has going on than what the Giants do. So to me I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. But I totally understand it. I mean it it makes sense what you're saying, and I think you bring up some good points. So 
Yeah, Saquon should be going earlier than we took him in any of these, but um, we'll move on. Uh, so I've got round three here. It's Amari Cooper to lead the way. I've got Jameis Winston in round three, John, 302, instead of 401, <sighs> which you had a problem with 401, but that's okay. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Why didn't you just take him first shush, overall? Shush your, your mouth. Shush your mouth. You might as well just, Sh- just take him as early as you freaking Sh- can. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, Christian ah. McCaffrey, Corey Davis, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jimmy Garoppolo, Dak Prescott, A.J. Green, Stephon Dix. A.J. Green is really late. I know. I was kind of surprised. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, skip, I'll skip over Jameis Winston. I've said my piece there, but A.J. Green... Corey Davis, Allen Robinson, Juju, as much as I love two of those three guys. And then even Amari Cooper, all of those guys ahead of A.J. Green is a little surprising to me. But it's not horrible. It's just maybe a little late. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really liked the the where you got a lot of these receivers. I mean, um, Allen Robinson, I just, just this round, you know, Allen Robinson, A.J. Green, I like Stephon Diggs an awful lot, Juju Smith-Schuster, Corey Davis. I mean, these are guys that I like an awful lot. However, um, I I think I've I've kind of been outspoken about Amari Cooper, and I, I still want absolutely no part of what John Gruden has going on in Oakland. I don't like I don't like Carr very much as a quarterback. I don't I don't like that offense, and I, I really feel like John Gruden is setting them back twenty years. So um, I don't know what to expect: three yards in a cloud of dust, or a bunch of just antiquated passing attempts. Uh, with with routes that you know are are going to be pretty easy to read. I, I don't know. I just I don't want any part of it until I see it. Um, so to me, that's that's probably what stuck out to me was that I I'm not as high on Cooper as everyone else is, but I really like the receivers and where they went in this round. I think this was a really good round to get receiver depth when you can get guys like um, AJ Green, Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Corey Davis all in this round in the fourth round. I mean, I think that's um, or in the third round, rather. I think that's that's really good uh, value. Same thing with Leonard Fournette. I think there was a lot of value in this round that Travis took advantage of. Yeah, yeah, I'm up. All right, so the fourth round for me went, uh, I took Melvin Gordon, Doug Baldwin, Matt Ryan, which was my reach here, uh, was Matt Ryan, Joe Mixon, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, Patrick Mahomes, LaShawn McCoy, Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, and Derek Carr. Um, real quick on my reach, I took Matt Ryan pretty early here in the fourth round. Um, this is a guy who I, I don't feel like he's – I feel like he's he's kind of right in the meat of his career. You know, he's not too old to where, you know, you're, you're going to worry about him, you know, very soon falling off a cliff or retiring. Um, and I don't think that you have to worry about, you know, what you're going to get out of him. You have enough of a, of a, of a history to kind of know what you're going to get out of Matt Ryan. But I also feel like – I feel like this this offense got better. I mean, they drafted Calvin Ridley. They have more weapons for him now. Austin Hooper entering his third year, which I, I feel like a lot of tight ends break out in that third year. Um, and, you know, he's Julio's going to be in. He'll be there. And it's not like Matt Ryan doesn't have chemistry with them. They know each other. They'll be fine. So I, I just kind of feel like you know what you're going to get out of Matt Ryan. And the worst case scenario is you're going to get last year from him. But the best case scenario is, you know, he's going to take a step forward and he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. So I'm, I'm willing to take a risk on Matt Ryan just because I feel like the offense around him is getting better. And 
I think that can only help his numbers. So I'll be interested to, to hear kind of what you guys think on Matt Ryan. It's not a sexy name, so it'll be interesting. No, I'm fine. Uh, okay, I'm fine with Matt Ryan, but real quick, it has nothing to do with Austin Hooper. I have absolutely no desire to even <laughs> take a shot with Austin Pooper yeah, anymore. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. But, yeah, I'm fine with Matt Ryan there. Just just please don't say Austin Hooper. That does nothing. All right, I've got round five, and it starts with Rob Gronkowski, Alshon Jeffrey, Darius Geis, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Devonta Freeman, Sammy Watkins, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Will Fuller, and Ben Roethlisberger. All right, so round six, I start off with the uh, super value in Marvin Jones, round six. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, Baker Mayfield, Zach Ertz, Nick Chubb, Blake Bortles, Jerick McKinnon, Larry Fitzgerald in the sixth round, Evan Ingram, Josh Rosen, Royce Freeman, and Alex Smith. Just a round full of values there, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my round here, round seven. I started out with Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard in the seventh yeah, round, I know, guys. That was, Come that, on, that, we might have been All sleeping right. through that one. Yeah, I, Travis and now, his bulldozer. It's just it's gone in too our defense, far. He was farther down on the list of players that we were using. <laughs> and so so uh, basically what you're saying travis is i'm the best drafter because i look through all the the names mm, available mm, awesome thank okay. you uh golden tate went after that and then lamar miller jameson crowder ronald jones rojo oj howard tevin coleman randall cobb who is my reach this round sony michelle sam darnold ey manning and marquise goodwin so Real quick with Randall Cobb, I just feel like it's it's opportunity, man. I mean, he's he looks like he's locked in as the number two for Aaron Rodgers in that passing offense. Um, I think it's a high volume role. He's playing with the QB one, and he's going to get numbers just based off of you know as long as the guy can stay healthy, he's going to have a chance to get numbers. So that's a the type of guy that I would reach on is a guy who I feel like the opportunity is there for him to get some big numbers. And I don't, I don't know that there's really anyone there that's going to be challenging him for that role. So um, yeah, I really like, like his, uh, his potential there in a high powered offense. Um, All right. Round eight starts with the only wide receiver that I think I would take ahead of Randall Cobb of the guys who are still available. And that's Cooper cup. Christian Aaron Jones, Derek Henry, Carlos Hyde, Jay Ajayi. Case Keenum and DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, David Njoku, Rashad Penny, Hunter Henry, and Cortland Sutton. I will own zero shares of Rashad Penny. I know it's decent value, but I, dude, I, I don't want the guy at all. That's, that's my only take on your on your thing. Hey, yeah, me and James agree on something this episode. Nice. Congratulations, guys! Mark it down. Mark yeah, it down. This is... I want that. I want that. That saved and sent to me. That audio file. That audio <laughs> clip of Travis saying we agree yeah, on something. Cause... Except I actually I took him in round eight on the next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. You love Rashad Penny. That's <laughs> eh, fine. So round nine, I started off with the value of the freaking draft here in Mark Ingram. Round nine, uh, Sterling Shepard, Kyle Rudolph, Andy Dalton, and Lamar Jackson. 
back to back at 904 and 905. I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, a boy, Christian Kirk, in round nine, Devontae Parker, Carrion Johnson, Des Bryant, Nelson Aguilar, Alex Collins, and Tariq Cohen. Okay, Travis, I, I gotta know. You know, I, I I know how you feel about both these guys. So, was Mark Ingram at as the first pick in the ninth round a better value than Alex Collins as the eleventh pick in the ninth round? Hell what do you yeah, think? he was. I think they both suck. <laughs> what do you think, John? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, definitely. But give me give me the twenty three year old over the. You've got to be almost. freaking kidding me, John. You are so no. freaking wishy washy with your <laughs> RB bullshit, dude. <laughs> what? I mean, can so what? Kenneth Dixon is going to beat out Alex Collins. Alvin oh Kamara and Boston Scott are going to take work away from Mark Ingram. I I feel like I'm pretty consistent on this point. Now you love guys like Chris Ivory, and then you I come up, you come Ivory in here issue. hating on Mark Ingram, who's been a top twelve fantasy running back for three years in a freaking row, just because he freaking failed a drug test. It's ridiculous. He failed a drug test right before he turned thirty years old in an offense that doesn't use that doesn't feature one running back anyways, and already has a guy who's younger and better on roster. And he's in a walk year. He's going to he's going to leave the Saints. I don't know that he's going to find another job. I'm not going to bank on it. As far as Chris Ivory goes, I I love him in the twentieth round. I'm not taking him in the the ninth round, but the there's no way I'm round, taking him, dude. Yeah, and I see a lot of guys who are in a much better situation for 2018 and beyond. I mean, guys who are at least going to be on rosters in 2019. So, yeah, you know, give me Kenyon Drake. Definitely give me Alex Collins, on Johnson. I'll take all those guys ahead you of You think him. Alex Collins has a better chance of being on a roster next year than Mark Ingram? Oh, of course. He's 23 years old. That he's doesn't he's mean... going He's going to be on a roster. Oh, my goodness. He'll probably still be in Baltimore, but he'll be on a roster, yes. Oh. All right, guys. I'm going to put the bow on this one. I'm going to put the, the finishing touches on here. With all these these steals, these values that you guys left for me. Man, okay, so I started out with Calvin Ridley, went to Tyrod Taylor, uh, Kenyon Drake, Trey Burton, George Kittle, Jamal Williams, the starter in Green Bay, or at least he will be, Josh Doxson, Michael Crabtree, Marquise Lee, Peyton Barber, which Whoa. was my reach, Devin Funches, and Isaiah <laughs> Crowell. Yeah, I, I went with Peyton Barber, and look, like I, I think – in the 10th round, if you can find a running back that you can get one solid year out of, I, I think you take it. And Tampa Bay signed him to a one-year deal. I think that Peyton Barber probably splits carries with Ronald Jones for at least the majority of the season. And I think if if you're, uh, if you do it right and, you know, you sell Peyton Barber after he has a big game, you might actually be able to capitalize on it. So, yeah, in the 10th round, I, I – you know, it's a reach. You know, that's what this is supposed to be. But I think I'd start looking at him in the 11th with some of the other running backs that were still available. I'm thinking I'm probably looking at him in the 11th. So I think I reached probably around, in my opinion. I feel like you guys are just like James is taking half of my takes <laughs> and John is taking half of my takes. And you're just you're latching on to half and then just smashing the other half, both of you like. It's insane. You're, you, you're on to us, huh? 
Yeah. We're that transparent. <laughs> Dude, I've been talking about Peyton Barber for months. Would you care to elaborate? Oh, yes. I've yes. been talking okay. about Peyton Barber for months, and all of a sudden James takes him in the freaking 10th round. Ingram That's insane. Instead. First of all, you reached by probably six rounds, James. Yeah. No, I agree I with lo- that. I like I would, Peyton I would Barber, take him is, probably in the 11th. He's definitely the Ronald Jones arbitrage play here, and I own Peyton Barber in a lot of leagues, but I'm not drafting him in the 10th round. That's nuts. You don't need to. Yeah, and guys that went undrafted in this mock draft include Chris Thompson, C.J. Anderson, you know, T.J. Yeldon, Dion Lewis. These are guys who are going to have much more defined roles, and then you know some some very nice dart throws like Kenneth Dixon, Kalen Balage, Rex Burkhead. So yeah, I would I I I think that you're nuts on that one. I would take any one of those guys who look like they're in line for a much bigger you know a, a much bigger workload and a much bigger a much better opportunity really see i i think the opportunity is there I, th- I think it's interesting when you actually what when they let peyton barber take the majority of carries and actually be a bell cow he looked pretty good last year and they've been singing his praises there for a long time i think peyton barber has a really good opportunity i mean what's standing in the way from the him and starting round is ronald thing. jones now i'm high on I ronald jones you're the high one yeah i'm, I'm high on ronald jones but that's crazy well, and here's the thing. Like, I'm not taking Ronald Jones based on he's going to have a monster year. I'm taking Ronald Jones because I think he's going to have a good career. That's the opposite. But when I'm looking That's at the, the 10th, opposite. 11th round, if I can get what, – what, what do you mean? If Ronald That's Jones that. is successful at all, it's going to be year one. And then he's just going to fade off into the ether. Yeah. I heard that a lot about Kareem Hunt too, which is interesting. We'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, good I guess we will. But I, I – no, I, I – totally disagree i think ronald jones is going to have a have a good career i just don't know that they're going to give him the 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 bell cow shares the bell cow carry um, right away especially when they have peyton barber for a one-year deal they have him on a one-year deal and i hear from john all the time about how the philadelphia eagles are going to run jay ajayi into the ground because they've got him for one more year but yet with peyton barber it doesn't seem to make sense and i don't understand that because to me it seems like this would be the perfect role for him you you use him in the goal line you use him wherever you can to run him into the ground and then you know you can kind of evaluate what you have with ronald jones is this guy going to be a guy that can be the bell count back we'll find out throughout the year but i think at the very least it's a split split backfield for for this year and i think at least the majority of the year and i think you can get useful weeks out of peyton barber so um i'm not so sold on a guy like chris thompson who has trouble staying healthy or a guy like Dion lewis who has trouble staying healthy um i'd, I'd much rather take a take a role uh for a guy who could be playing on a potentially high-powered offense with a lot of of pass catching options guys that you know i think are going to keep defenses honest so no i'm, I'm okay with it I, I don't know that i reached five or six rounds if he's going in the 15th 16th round then i'm i'm I, it's not happening his in the adp assignment. is so. 15.3 yeah, you might be right. It might be more like two or and three that's rounds. And that's in single um, QB. Yeah. I was just in a league where he went 11-11. Well, that so guy reached two. But that's fine. I can't believe, after, I can't believe that you're 12. putting me in the position where mm. I have to be anti-Peyton Barber. Because I've been Peyton Barber, like, touter for, so for that means, forever. So now you're about to say something nice about Dude, Ronald Jones? I can't. I can't believe I'm in this situation right now. I don't want to say anything I mean, nice. If you said something nice about Ronald Jones, I think your microphone would explode. It might. It might. 
So so I have a bet with you, John, about how Peyton Barber is going to have more total touchdowns this year than than Ronald Jones. So I don't, I can't believe that yeah, I'm in this situation. Crazy. But there's no way I'm taking Peyton Barber this early. <laughs> I love Peyton Barber on my teams, no. but this is too early. Ronald Jones was drafted in the second round. If he is going to get an opportunity, it's going to be this year. He uh, he's on a one year. Peyton Barber's on a one year deal because they NFL teams need backup running backs, and they they sign them to one year deals. Like this is not by any means some sort of we trust this guy. We're going to give him the workload type of deal. I don't think that at all. Um, I just think that Ronald wait a minute, Jones wait a minute. So you, so you made you made. Yeah, I think that Ronald Jones is overrated, and I think that they're going to give him some work, but I think that he is not a very good player, and so I think Peyton Barber, who is also a replacement-level running back, if we're if we're just being real, I think he's also going to get work, and I think he's going to get the work that's goal line and short yardage, and so that's why I made that bet. I think that both of these guys are going to be disappointing if you're taking Peyton Barber in the 11th or in the 10th round and you're taking Ronald Jones in the eighth round. My turn, my mock draft starting in round one, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz. You have to start with quarterbacks in these super flex leagues. And these guys are just so far ahead of any other quarterback. Got to start there. Then it goes to the wide receivers, Odo Beckham Jr., DeAndre Hopkins, Andrew Luck, and this is going to be my your nuts take on round one, but I've got Andrew Luck at uh, pick five. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and Todd Gurley. So I actually did sneak in some running backs to the very end of this first round. Okay, okay, nice. Now, did you have what was your reach there, John? Andrew Luck, one point oh five. Quarterback yeah, three. That's definitely a reach. That's 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 a reach. <laughs> That's about two rounds of a reach, but I, I know I'm in the minority, and uh, and I'm still recovering from uh, being smashed on Peyton Barber. So I'm uh, I'm going to keep it short and just say that uh, yeah, I think I think you're nuts. I'm gonna. I think you're assault. I think you got assaulted because you're so nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna set my personal opinion aside, and I'm gonna let James win this one because he need he needs a win here. Oh, I'm smiling again. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, no, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I think you, I think you're a little bit nuts, John. Even though you know I love Andrew Luck, I'm on that I'm on that ship with you. But you just don't need to take him here anymore, man. I, I, that's really what it comes down to for me. That's true. Is it's just you, you're the opportunity cost. It, I mean, you don't need to. He falls. And that's the only problem I have with him at 105. That's that's definitely true. I mean, I don't think that he's going to fall forever. I think that at some point you have to start kind of planning for, you know, the return of if you want Andrew Luck, you've got to you've got to reach for him. But you're right, we're not there yet. I think it's it's coming. Give it a couple months when he looks good in training camp, then and preseason, then we'll uh, then we'll be there. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so I'll bust through my second round here real quick. Zeke at 201 is absolute insanity. Um, we'll chalk that up to John's crazy round <laughs> one where he only took three running backs. Um, That's right. Saquon Barkley, <laughs> uh, this is actually the earliest he went, which is shocking. 
but still still a good value there. And then Alvin Kamara, I got to round two and I was just like, I can't believe I have to take these running back. Like <laughs> I have to go running back, running back, running back because John is insane. And that's just the way it went. So then I go, <laughs> uh, then I go to Michael yeah. Thomas. Um, I just, I absolutely, I, I take the fun out of fantasy football sometimes. <laughs> Said everyone everywhere. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's well aware at this point. So after three running backs in a row, which I just had to take those, uh, Michael Thomas and then Devontae Adams, Deshaun Watson at 106, and then Matthew Stafford, Jimmy G. Matthew Stafford, um, if we were doing a reach in each draft, that would be him. <laughs> um yeah, I took him ahead of Jimmy G, and honestly, I think I would take Matthew Stafford ahead of Jimmy G, but that maybe is a conversation for a different time. Uh, Keenan Allen, way back here at two o, what is that, eight nine, is a pretty good deal in my opinion. Then Dalvin Cook, Marcus Mariota, and Amari Cooper. All right, guys. So I'm going to start round three here. I had round three, so um, I'm going to go with uh, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette as as the first two I started out with there, and. Something I learned real quick was that I'm, I'm a lot higher on those guys. I ended up with those guys in a lot of these mocks here. And so something that was eye-opening to me was, you know, that that I am higher than you guys are. And maybe I'm too high on those two two backs. Um, so something interesting for me to monitor. Um, I then went with Julio Jones, Dak Prescott, Melvin Gordon, Tyreek Hill, Allen Robinson, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Matt Ryan, and Brandon Cooks. So that kind of rounded out uh, my third round there. All right, on to the fourth round. A.J. Green, Doug Baldwin, Corey Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster. Give me all the wide receivers. Then Derek Carr is my reach. Another another uh, fifth overall, or another fifth pick quarterback. And then Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey go back-to-back. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen go back-to-back. And T.Y. Hilton, Darius Geis, Alshon Jeffrey. So what about your reach there, John? Uh, what made you reach for Derek Carr? Uh, so to me, Gross. Derek Carr kind of is, he's he's kind of the end of a, of a tier a little bit. I mean, he's still a young starting quarterback. We've seen quarterback one numbers from him. He's got a, you know, a high-end wide receiver one. He's got an offense that, you know, I I don't think that any of us necessarily believe in John Gruden, but we do know that he's got a track record of throwing the ball and throwing the ball effectively. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. I mean, I, I, I don't buy Derek Carr's talent personally, and I don't like the system. I don't like his weapons, so it's hard for me to buy in on Derek Carr, but I think you make some good points. Um, I, I still think it's a reach. I don't, I don't think I'd take him for at least another round. But uh, but that's kind of what the exercise is. What do you think, Travis? Would you have taken Derek Carr? I know you're. No hell you no. Like him, right? This is this is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the next. Let me see. One, two, three, four. All right. Five. I take the next five to six quarterbacks over Derek Carr. What? Yep. That includes Jameis Winston, yep. who we've already crapped all over him. You guys have, yeah. Uh, T- Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Yep. Who this could be? This could be the last year that you have with those two guys. That's fine. And Pat Mahomes and Mitch Trubisky, yep. who we've seen almost, we've seen virtually nothing from either of those guys yet. And Baker. 
Yeah, of course, Baker. Yeah. I take all those guys over Derek Carr. Yeah, you're crazy. You're you're the nuts one here. Derek Derek Carr's not good, guys. <laughs> he's not good. He, no, I I do agree that he's not good. So <laughs> well, I, there you go. I, yeah, I'm on that bandwagon. <laughs> all right, so round uh, five comes to me. We already gave away some of the names here. Jameis Winston again starts off this round for me. Ew, it's gross. You guys oh are God. you guys? You it's like it's become very clear. You guys are just down on him and. I'll I'll take him at the beginning of whatever round you let him fall to, so that's fine. Um, Devonta Freeman in round five, I think, is pretty Enjoy. good value. Thanks, um, <laughs> Sammy Watkins, uh, which I think might be considered a reach there. Zach Ertz, Jordan Howard, gross bulldozer love. Gross. I can't believe <laughs> I had to take him there, <laughs> um, but that happened. Jarvis Landry, hands like feet. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Evan Ingram in the fifth round, LaShawn McCoy, Josh Gordon in the fifth round, which I think is probably a good value. Well, no, he went in round five in the other one too. Uh, and then Drew Brees. All right, so uh, I had the sixth round, and I started it out with Baker Mayfield, even though I feel gross about it. Um, then went to Jarek McKinnon, Will Fuller, Demarius Thomas, Nick Chubb, Mitchell Trubisky, Larry Fitzgerald, Rojo, Ronald Jones, Sam Darnold, Lamar Miller, Royce Freeman, and Golden Tate. All right, round seven, Phillip Rivers, Tevin Coleman, Cooper Cup, Aaron Jones, Randall Cobb, my reach, Case Keenum, and Derek Henry, Carlos Hyde, Jay Ajayi, Blake Bortles, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, that is a, that is a gross reach. Case Keenum in the seventh round is just absolutely unnecessary. You'd rather have Blake Bortles, Alex Smith, Eli Manning? I would rather have, let's see, Blake Bortles or Case Keenum. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Um, what? Alex Smith or Case you Keenum. You hate Blake Bortles. Yeah, give me Alex Smith over Case Keenum. Uh, oh, you're jo- nuts. Josh Rosen. I'll take Josh Rosen over Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah, I want Josh Rosen over Keenum. I, Rosen, I'm kind of okay with. Let it be known, too. The rest of these are crazy. John Why would, is uh, the only one who drafted Case Keenum in all three mocks, and he took him He took him in round, let's see, what are we at? Round seven, round eight, and round nine. Yeah. I'm okay yep. with round nine. Uh, okay. I don't know. Maybe um, we should just call this out for what it is, man. This is a little homerism shining through here. Yeah, maybe a oh, little. Denver maybe Broncos. a little. Oh, snap. Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> I'm going to uh, – all right. It's time for this to come out, though. I'm going to give you some stats here Uh-oh. real quick. Yeah, it's time. I've been meaning to tweet this out, and I'm getting along really well with Minnesota Vikings fans, so I've refrained. But it's time Are for you? this to come out. You yeah. trashed yeah, them like some... two episodes in a row. Yeah, but nobody cared. <laughs> I probably they probably just didn't listen. But my that's okay. my brother I'll take that too. My brother, who is a hardcore Vikings fan, texted me and was like, "What the hell is John talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you what I'm talking about then. All right, 2017 Minnesota Vikings attempted 501 rushes for 1,957 yards. That's an average of 3.9 yards per carry. The 2017 Denver Broncos, 457 rushing attempts, 1,852 yards. 
That's a 4.1 yard per attempt average. The Minnesota offensive line ranked number 22 by Pro Football Focus. Denver Broncos offensive line ranked number 23 by Pro Football Focus. Minnesota Vikings defense allowed 4,415 yards, ranked number one in the NFL. Denver Broncos defense allowed 4,640 yards, ranked number three in the NFL. Minnesota Vikings 13-3, NFC runners-up. Denver Broncos 5-11, fifth overall draft pick. These were identical rosters, except for one difference. One guy, Case Keenum, and now he's on the Broncos. Wow. Um, So, I mean, there's definitely some correlation there, for sure. Identical rosters. Okay, they weren't... It's a stretch to say they were identical rosters. Did they have similar statistical production sure but there's more that goes into a roster to make it identical than than where they ranked in a season okay so semantics they had they had identical production it's sim very similar production i just told you identical <laughs> this, the offense none of the numbers you said were identical zero of them if we're if we're using semantics, zero of those numbers were actually uh. identical to any of the other numbers. Uh. <laughs> but uh. no, I see. So I don't want to be an asshole. I see your point, and that I mean that's very interesting. Um, would you? I mean, I like Case Keenum, dude. I want to trash talk Case Keenum. I love that story. I love that. I love what he did, and I think the Broncos are going to be far better this year than they were last year. So I don't really. I mean, you're. I guess you're arguing your reach for Case Keenum. Is that what what this is? Right? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I believe that he can do. I I think that his. I mean, maybe we saw his ceiling, but we certainly saw his floor. Like at the very least, we he can do the exact same thing in Denver that he did in Minnesota, and to me, that's worth a seventh round pick in a in a super flex league. Okay, John, so your argument for taking him in the seventh round is that you think he can match his production from last year? Correct. So last year he ranked as QB 15 in points per game. He threw for 3,500 yards, 22 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Hmm. Is that really, I mean, is that something that you're excited about? Uh, in the seventh round, sure. Not only is that something that you can get in 2018, that's something that you can kind of expect to get, you know, for the next the next two or three years. I guess that's maybe where my issue is. Like, I still think he's kind of, um, I mean, I like I said, I just said, like, I really love what, I love what he did. I'm really, like, I love Case Keenum, but I still think that he's on that career kind of like a crossroads essentially where this year oh. like he could go back to a backup if he plays badly like he he had one good year and it was impressive and I and I like what he did and if he plays really well this year he could work his way into a starting role for two three four five six years but he's also at a point where if he goes into Denver and doesn't succeed and doesn't impress 
he could absolutely just lose that role. So that's where the risk is for me is he kind of feels like a weird bridge type of player right now where you can't really trust him yet to be any sort of long-term asset for your dynasty team. Um, well, I see it in that. And I disagree with that too. I, there's nobody on this roster who can replace him in 2018. That doesn't matter. So he's there. He's there. Like whether, I, I mean, even if he did play bad, which, you know, I, I'm, if he plays bad and they get the would... fourth or fifth overall pick again, there's no way they don't draft a quarterback. Okay, but you're not going to start that guy right away you, necessarily. You absolutely could. I mean, I I, I don't see anybody. I guess my point is, I just I don't see anybody polished enough to come in and beat out Case Keenum. All right, so I got round eight here again with the steal of the draft, Marvin Jones in round eight. Um, I thought it was a good deal in the last draft getting him in, in at six oh one. Now I get him at eight oh one. Um, Followed by Sony Michelle, Mark Ingram again. I drafted Mark Ingram. Alex Smith, <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, Josh Rosen in the eighth round. Carryon Johnson, Kyle Rudolph, Eli Manning, Sterling Shepard, Kenyon Drake, and unfortunately I took Rashad Penny <laughs> at uh, at eight twelve. Kind of blacked out and made that pick. Yeah, huh? I mean just the options over Christian Kirk. That's interesting. Okay, so hear me out on that though. Okay. Okay, well, not on that necessarily. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say over blank running back, uh, which was no. the argument I had. Which is the next running back is Jamal Williams. Yeah, and the next God, one you're making me do so much editing. Sorry, the, I don't know the if I'm one, going to. The one after that, edit that anymore. I can redo it. The one after that is Jamal freaking Williams. And the one after that is Tariq Cohen, then Chris Thompson, and Isaiah Crowell. Like, Rashad Penny is going to get significantly more volume than any of those guys. So it's really hard. It's really hard to to even – I mean, it's really hard to to get him close to any of of the next guys after him. Um, Christian Kirk – I love Christian Kirk, but if I'm – if I'm – wanting production year one i'm still gonna go with the running back even if it's a running back that i don't like long term i he had a boy he's gonna get the volume yeah exactly the the okay. reason i love christian kirk and why i have so much christian kirk is i get him at the i mean we're in superflex i get him at the 202 in rookie drafts all every, all day every day and I, I don't have a single yeah. share of Rashad Penny from rookie drafts, and that's because there's other players that I like. So that's kind of where the Rashad Penny hate comes from. All right, guys, uh, I had the ninth round here, and I'm going to cruise through this right quick. Um, I started out with David Najoku, went to Christian Kirk, Jamison Crowder, Lamar Jackson, O.J. Howard, Calvin Ridley, Marquise Goodwin, Josh Dobson, Jamal Williams, Hunter Henry, Devontae Parker, and, uh, and Andy Dalton. And, um, yeah, that was, that was the ninth round there. All right, one more round here. My round 10, Cortland Sutton, Des Bryant, Michael Crabtree, and then a couple quarterbacks, Tyrod Taylor and Nick Foles. Nick Foles, by the way, is going to be my reach for this round. Yet another fifth pick of the round go with a, a reach at quarterback. Then Tariq Cohen, Chris Thompson, Robert Woods, Isaiah Crowell, Mike Williams and Nelson Aguilar, and Mr. Irrelevant for this draft, 
for this episode is Jimmy Graham. So I, I real quick, I want to chime in with Nick Foles. I know it's a 10th round pick, and I know it's probably a little bit of a reach, but I absolutely love it. I love the fact that you took Nick Foles in the 10th because I think, you know, like you've stated several times, John, you think Nick Foles has a good chance of starting the season on a new team and being a starter somewhere. And if that's the case, man, in the 10th round, you get a starter who just took his, just won the Super Bowl for his team. I think that's uh, that's that's a pretty good value if that's what you you believe. So I don't know that it happens that soon, but I definitely feel like either way you're going to get a starting quarterback somewhere that uh, has proven they can succeed at a high level. So I, I love the pick, um, I, even though it's a little bit of a reach. I I love the fact that he went in this one. He this is also the only mock that he went in. So I thought that was interesting too. I'm trying to guess what Travis is going to think about that pick. Um, I can just tell he you. Wrote, yeah, he. So you wrote on the mock draft right below this. I can just tell you. You wrote vomit. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to read between the lines on that. There are. There is. There's Especially no between because the lines the, here. <laughs> the V O M is capitalized and the I T is not. So I, I was wondering what was going on. I'll tell there you what's too. going on there, too. I wrote vom. In all caps, and I was like, maybe they don't understand what I'm saying. Maybe I should write out the rest of the word. So I, so I wrote the it. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so not only so you were, you were insulting both my pick and my intelligence both at the same time. No, no, no. You insulted your own intelligence by taking Nick Foles at the ten oh five. It's an egregious. It's an egregious uh. reach. It's unnecessary. It's. I like Nick Foles. I hate how you guys are making me go against the guys I like, but it's just you don't need to take Do it you? here, man. You don't need to. Well, and again, that's and, that's and what the practice say, is, though. The practice is okay, to. Okay, I understand that, on, but you're talking. I'm, I'm, right? I'm so. only getting upset when we're talking about multiple rounds here. Like Nick Foles, you could get. I bet you can get Nick Foles in the freaking fourteenth round. And to say that he's going to land somewhere else on another team and start is an absolutely yeah. massive presumption that you should not bet on in the slightest. Well, let's okay. So so let's look at the quarterbacks that didn't go: Joe Flacco, Josh Allen, Josh McCown, uh, Sam Bradford, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that's uh, the Mason thing. Rudolph. I mean, who who are you taking over Nick Foles that it's such an egregious reach? All right, so you make a pretty valid point. There's not very many people I would take over Nick Foles. Um, would I take? Let me see. I would probably take Sam Bradford over him, honestly. Um, I'd probably take. I'd probably take Ryan Tannehill over Nick Foles. Um, hmm. Guy who hasn't played in a year over the. Super Bowl. Well, Super neither Bowl. has Andrew he's Luck, and he's a first-round pick for you, John. So. <laughs> James, what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so I'm going to flip this around on you, James. According to that ADP, Jacoby Brissett is going ahead of Nick Foles, your boy. Yeah, well, hey, I like Brissett an awful lot too. Um, I don't think I would. Who would you take? I, I don't think I wouldn't take him over Nick Foles. I, I feel like interesting. Okay, all right, all right. I tried to catch you. In yeah, a trap yeah, it was good. Slivered out of was, it. That's okay. That was a good, good question. I mean, there's that's probably it, honestly. 
I, th- I think uh, it just shows. You know what? I, I, he was, maybe Joe Flacco, but probably. He was. Uh, that's close. Kind of my greater point was that it seems like we drafted quarterbacks an awful. We drafted an awful lot of quarterbacks in ten rounds, and it just. I think it goes to show that we value quarterbacks in these super flex leagues a little bit more than maybe the ADP would 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 indicate. So more than others do. Um, and I think it'll, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, very soon we're going to have a guest on that's going to kind of go over um, some pros and cons to, 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 to that style. So um, I just thought it was interesting that uh, when reviewing these mocks, it seems like uh, we, we really value quarterbacks uh, higher than, than the consensus, it would seem, huh? But that'll do it for this episode. And as we wrap it up for the week, we'll ask you the same old favor. Please uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, wherever you listen to podcasts, and rate and review as well, especially on iTunes. Um, by uh, by leaving those ratings and those reviews, you help us to expand our reach, get out to new listeners, which helps us to, to figure out what are the important topics to, to you, the listener, and help us to really zero in on that. Hopefully this mock draft is helpful. You can also use this as rankings, by the way. And uh, we'll put this up on the at Superflex Show account on Twitter. And by the way, send your trades to at Superflex Show. Um, we can uh, we can retweet them for you. We can get you more comments, more votes, and sometimes we even analyze them right here on the podcast. So that's at Superflex Show on Twitter. And while you're at it, give Travis a follow. At Travis NFL. James is at underscore James the Brain, and I'm at Superflex Dude. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the song The Addiction that we use as our intro and outro music. And above all else, thank you to each and every one of you for listening. Until next week, stay sexy and super flexy. Bye. I think you're up, bud. I know. I'm sorry. I was chewing. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot I was up next. You, you, I was. I forgot I was up next. So, sped, sorry to sorry to round. interrupt your four course meal while we're trying to podcast you. <laughs> first of you all, couldn't eat that in the bathroom while you were taking a first piss. First of all, <laughs> eat it in the bathroom like a man. You guys had no idea <laughs> like up until this very second <laughs> that I was eating anything. Eat so. <laughs> Four course meal, my That's ass. True. That's true. This is another another case where you really didn't have to tell us, but like <laughs> no one would have known, no one would have cared. All right, I'm back from chewing and I'm back from pissing. <laughs> pissing and chewing. <laughs> All right, so pissing and chewing the Travis Rasmussen story. Yeah,